Hey, this is Simone Canego, author of The Extraordinary Unordinary You. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my good friend, Scott Ferguson. Time to Shine Today podcast, Varsity Squad. This is Scott Ferguson. We're at episode 252 with my awesome sauce friend, Simone Canego, a fellow Floridian also. So this is the winter time, and we're kind of enjoying this nice, uh, sunny weather. Um, she's all about following your path and discovering your own journey. Uh, she is just amazing, so well-spoken, so humble, yet so curious. She will help you level up. I have literally three pages of notes just from our conversation, and I hope that you sit back, relax, and break out your notebooks as well. So here comes my good friend, coach, and author, Simone Canego. Let's level up. Time to shine today, podcast varsity squad. This is Scott Ferguson, and I got myself a little bit of a home girl here in Florida. We're both transplants, but uh, we're just enjoying the flip flop and tank top and board short weather here. And I got somebody that is very well traveled, huge heart, um, has three kids of her own, adopted three as well. Um, and I'm adopted, which I'm sure the squad out there of listeners knows my story with adoption, which was just crazy. And I just love, love, love my good friend here, Simone Canego. She's a best-selling author of The Extraordinary Unordinary You. And stick around to the end of the podcast because I have a book giveaway where Simone's going to John Hancock that book. And we're going to get it out to you if you're the one that actually wins. She's a speaker, entrepreneur, and again, mother of six children. Shares her journey of adopting three of her children her climb of Mount Kilimanjaro, and all the funny, scary, inspiring stories that come came along the way. That's all in her book. So stick around because I got some questions to, to pull out of her as well as that. She instills in her audience and powerful lessons that what you do matters. And Simone, thank you for coming on. Please introduce yourself to the Time to Shine Today podcast varsity squad. But first, what's your favorite color and why? Green. Okay. And it just reminds me of the outdoors and makes me happy. And it's like, it springs eternal, right? It's like, <laughs> and in here in Florida, you know, not rubbing it in the people's faces as it's cold now, because by the time this drops and my friends up North, it's cold. Um, it's, it's like a rebirth. It's, it's green and it's lovely, right? I mean, that fits your profile in your color wheel. She's a beautiful woman. If you're watching on YouTube, green would be in Thank her you. color wheel. It'd be perfect. So Simone, you've did a lot. Let's maybe get to the roots and kind of tell where we started to get where you're getting with mm -hmm. being an author and rocking stages and helping people level up. I started in a way different place than I am now. So okay. um, let's hear it. I'm a, I'm a big believer and it's okay to change your mind. So I started off as a CPA. That was my, <laughs> I went to college. I have a master's in accounting, um, passed my CPA exam. And I said to myself, if I, if I pass it, I have to work a little bit in the field. And I did. Yeah. And, and I didn't love it. And what I realized <laughs> It took me many years. I'm gonna I'm gonna be 50 this year. Me too. That, yeah, yeah. Um, that it. What I like is the human connection piece. I love talking to people, sharing my stories, hearing other people's stories. So that's kind of how I ended up where I am now. Yes, many bumps in the road between where I started and where I ended, but I love this, and this is you know I've. It took me, it was a non-linear path to find what I was passionate about. Tell us about one of those bumps. Um, so maybe one of the bumps was I went into, and it's not really a bump, but 
I actually went to, back to school to be a teacher after I had six kids. And I honestly, I loved doing that because I kind of already have a classroom at home, right? So why not get paid for what I was doing? <laughs> right. the, and the bump was that I basically had to pay my babysitter more than I was making because of the, the hours and everything that it just wasn't financially the right decision, even though I loved doing it. And it kind of tells us that teachers need to make more money. So. Gosh, no way. Really? <laughs> I wish for that so much. A lot of my family are educators and I'm kind of like, I don't call it black sheep. I'm the one that's an entrepreneur and gets out there and goes and gets it. But man, I push so hard for teachers, firefighters, medical personnel to actually, you know, get paid more because they are yeah. there, the front lines, but I call heroes. I actually have a, uh, a website here called Palm Beach Heroes, where I raise money for those people to put on events for stuff like that. And that's, that, that's fantastic. Um, and if anyone wants to know, it's palmbeachheroes.com. But anyways, that's my shameless plug. But no, Simone, like, let's talk about this nonlinear path, okay? Yeah. And let's talk about people that are wanting to go down this nonlinear path. And when they pick up your book, which we'll talk about in just a little bit, um, The Extraordinary Unordinary You, what do you suggest that they do to maybe recognize their blind spot? I think we get so stuck in a situation where we don't know how to pull ourselves out and we say, well, this is this is what we're supposed to be doing, so we need to keep doing it. Instead of asking ourselves, is this what we want to do? Are we really passionate about what we're doing right now? And yeah, I mean, we all have to start with the first job, right? We all have those things. We got to put food on the table. So figuring out how you can do both. And yeah, it's not it's not the easiest thing, but it I think it's so important that we realize that we have one life and we should really love what we're doing. And there's a way to love what you're doing and be able to support yourself at the same time. You know, I'm going to give that. Love is the most influential word to me, period. You know, I'm a student of Steve Farber. He wrote Radical Leap, Radical Edge. Love is just damn good business. Great books, by the way. Actually, I, I keep love is just damn good business right here in front of me. And he tells us to do what you love in the service of people that love what you do. And I'm hearing that, you know, coming from you and just oozing out of you. And that that's just amazing. So when you write this book and you're getting it out to the people that you're getting out to, do people actually reach out to you and want to talk to you about it? Yeah, I've had okay. plenty of people reach out and ask me more questions. And I think sometimes people feel uncomfortable that like, who should I ask her about this? And I put my life out there. So go ahead and ask me, <laughs> you know, I want people to, if, if, my answering questions, if my speaking can affect one person in a positive way, then please ask away. Thank you for opening this door. Okay. So is there any good question that you wish they would ask you, but never do? I think people pretty much ask me. I mean, I think okay. that, you know, people will ask me, why did you adopt kids? You could give birth to more. Why, you know, <laughs> why, you know, all, all, they, they do. They're, you know, is your fa do you feel uncomfortable when you walk out with your family? No, not at all. So right. I think people are getting used to the fact that I am, you ask me a question, I'm going to answer it to the sure. best of my abilities. So I really think that I haven't thought to myself, oh, there's not a question that people haven't asked me. I think they pretty much ask me. <laughs> gotcha. So let's talk about that, like adopting children from different, different ethnicities. Okay. I am, you know, my dad is, I love him, dad, you're my best friend in the world, but he's a redneck from Alabama. 
right? Where like sometimes when I go out with him there where he lives now, because he worked in the industrial north at General Motors in Detroit and moved back to his hometown there in Alabama. But like kind of get I get get those looks and I have to say, well, I'm kin to the Ferguson. So it'll be like, oh, you're Larry's adopted, you know, kind of stuff like that. So how do you handle that? Again, just totally open and honest about stuff when people ask questions. (laughs) And I teach my kids the same things that, you know, people, people are curious and it's okay to be curious. Obviously when you lead with negativity, that's a different story. Mm. But most of the time people just kind of want to know, like we'll be sitting at a restaurant and we do every year now that the kids are older, a couple of them probably won't be here, but um, for we do a graduation dinner. And so we take the kids out to, I don't know, some fancy steakhouse each year. And mm-hmm. we'll be sitting there and, you know, we're all dressed up. People will be staring at us. And yeah. and the kids are like, should we go say something? I'm like, if they want to <laughs> ask a question, they'll come sure. over. Like just, right. and most of the time people come by and say, you have the most beautiful family or- Look yeah, at the picture I mean, behind you. That, that's yeah. just amazing. That's all six yeah. of them there. That's all six of them. Yeah. Gotcha. So the yeah. decision between, are you, may I ask, are you still married? Yeah. 28 okay. years. Oh, wow. That's 28 laps around the sun. That's amazing. <laughs> that, that's fantastic. How does that work? Like uh, what at our age, cause I'll be 50 in February and you know, I'm not proud to say I went through two divorces. Okay. How does it, how do you make it work? So I, I heard this one time and I, I always joke about it. You, the way that marriage should work is that you both don't want to get divorced at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Like that's that? awesome. Yeah. Uh, um, no, I mean, I think that, yeah, you have to, it's the, the biggest kind of test in patience, right? I mean, yeah. kids are a test in patience, but also you have to be pliable. You have to be willing to, under, at the end of the day, the, our relationship will go through ups and downs, but our relationship is built on a solid foundation, which we were, you know, we're best friends. Like he's right. the guy I want to call when something happens or when something great happens, when something crappy happens. And I think that's kind of held us in place. Not to mention when you have six kids and they're constantly like, you know, my my friend's parents just got divorced. Or do you know, we're one of two families that their parents aren't divorced. Like, there's a lot of pressure there. Yes. I'm like, oh, man, we can't get divorced. We got to stay in those, you know, the two families that aren't. So, you know, sure. I joke about it. But, you know, I understand that it's serious. But still, um, yeah, we just, we still make time for each other. We still, we have great conversations. And we remind ourselves of that constantly, that we're really lucky. Yeah, that's that's amazing. That that and I found my forever with my girl now, and it's it's amazing. Um, we basically say we don't go to bed mad. We might be mad, but we make sure that there's a resolution at least started from when we wake up. And I actually put on you know our nightstand that mirror. It was from John Wooden. He was a big coach back in the seventies. He wrote a fantastic book uh, for the US UCLA basketball team. But he said marriage and relationships, you must be interested in finding the best way, not having your own way. And Mm -hmm. we put that right there. It's like, because I can be narcissistic and I can be stubborn. I'm a Ferguson, you know, but, you know, she's so different, you know, she'll just let things pass. But I just, you know, the best way is, is the way to go. And that's what I'm hearing in 28 years. So yeah, let me ask you something then. Have you seen the movie Back to the Future? Yes. Okay. Let's get in that DeLorean with Marty McFly. 
All right. <laughs> Let's go back to say the 22 year old Simone. I don't know. Well, yeah, you would have been Canago then. Um, yeah. Let's go back to the 22 year old Simone. What kind of knowledge nuggets? So we call them here at Time to Shine today. What kind of knowledge nuggets would you be dropping on her to maybe help her level up, last through, and shorten that learning curve just a little bit about life? Really about it. It would the conversation would be about believing in herself and realizing what she's capable of. I think for a long time, and this started in high school, I really struggled with self-doubt. And I struggled until a few years ago where I kindly, finally had that realization of what matters is that I'm happy. What matters is that I'm surrounded by <laughs> love and I don't care what anybody else weighs, what anybody else has in their bank account. So I think that if I could go back in time and talk to myself about that, I think that would have been really, really helpful. I love it that you say that because you know, I live by the credos. As long as I haven't hurt you, disrespected you mm. in any way, I could give two flying, you know, what, what you think of me, right? Because I'm going to show the love and serve as many people as I can. And then I, that's what you're doing with your book and your message. And I, and I absolutely love that. So how does Simone want her dash remembered? That little line in between your incarnation date and your expiration date, your life date and your death date. How do you want your dash remembered, Simone? She was a good human. That's it. That's it. I love simple, it. Simple as that. You know what? I'm going to add to it a little bit because I use a lot of sports metaphors. Just I grew up around it. But you're going to slide across home plate, bumps and bruises, but feeling your best too because you're just a good human. You give. So I just added to that for you. Thank <laughs> Sorry. you. I had to do it. Had to do it. So no. I like that because actually what my husband and I say all the time is when we get to the end, we want to slide into home plate. We don't, we don't want to leave anything behind. Yes. So that's something that we say. I love that. I love it. So what do people must misunderstand about Simone? That I struggle, that I, I think <laughs> a lot of times people look at me and say, oh, she has to have everything together, right? She's got six kids. She must be so organized. She you know, and I'm tough. Like I am, I am a tough person, but I still have my struggles. I still Vulnerable have that voice. Moments, right. Yeah. yeah. I have that voice inside my head. We all do. Right. Like, I think that's part of life. And I, I think sometimes people make these assumptions that, oh, life must be perfect because it looks like that. Well, right. okay. Social media. Hello. Like it, yeah. life is not perfect. Life, no. life is you know, again, ups and downs and sure. understanding that you can't just make these assumptions. Oh, you're, you know, everything's great. Well, yeah, we all struggle. So we do. We yeah. do. I, I just believe in that in my coaching clients and stuff like that, that you're going to have negative times. That's fine. You know, be neutral as you can. Um, but just don't give a voice to those negatives, you know, because the second you give a voice verbally, it's like it becomes 40 to 60% more possible for that negative to happen actually happen. And so I love that you are vulnerable enough and transparent enough to be able to say, Hey, you know, you have negative problems, but you have an awesome support system, you know, and that you're happy and surrounded by loved ones. And I absolutely love that you said that. So then what, other than the obvious with your kids, what keeps Simone up at night? Ooh, that's, that's a tough one. Um, lo lots of things, <laughs> okay. um, you know, I, it probably all centers around the kids though, like sure. thinking about, you know, racism and thinking about the Asian hate that was happening this mm. year and all, all of it. Like it, right. it's, 
These are things, and we're Jewish to top it off. So you mix it all together. <laughs> yeah. So, I love it. Yeah. I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. I'm from like the Bloomfield Hills area of Detroit. Mm-hmm. It's the second biggest Jewish community in the United States outside of New York. Yeah. And, um, you know, like all of my friends, and luckily I was raised financially educated by the Jewish people. And I'm not trying to stereotype or anything, but it was just, it, I was blessed to where I lived. And, and I dated Jewish women. I was, um, she gets like some of the grandmas <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, but it, it was just the the love and the the outpouring. And you guys have just the awesome holidays too. <laughs> They're fantastic. So you, you've been awesome to share all this with me. Thank you so much. So let's take a cell phone, computer, tablet out of this equation, other than your family also. But what's three things that Simone can't live without? You know, what's really funny is the first thing that came to mind was wine, but then that sounded really bad. (laughs) Thank you. I say chicken wings and I'm not lying. I'm a snob, you know? So thank you for saying, being honest. You're transparent. I love this. Okay. So three things, wine, leggings, and jeans. (laughs) Right. Awesome. (laughs) Leggings, like the Pant Benatar Benatar style. (laughs) More like, yeah, that's pretty funny though. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So. What is Simone's definition of a life well lived? It's happening for me right now, right? Like it's it's having an amazing family that is, I guess, different than the norm for me. Sure. That that kind of makes it really even more elevated. And just living each day trying to do good things, right? Like yes. really realizing that it you don't have to make huge changes. It's the little things that you do every day, the way you interact with strangers. When you walk into a store and you have a conversation with the clerk, they're not just a clerk, they're a person, right? They have yes. a life. Customer service, same thing. When you call customer service, they're not customer service. They're a person behind it. And so when you get upset about something, it it's really tough. So understanding that, that I had a conversation the other day with someone and he was complaining about something. And he's like, well, that's not my kid. I said, but that's somebody's kid. And that's what matters. It's somebody's kid. We need to remember that every time we have a conversation. You have to. And like you said, everybody has that heartbeat. Everybody might have a bad, some people might have a bad day. And isn't it great just to be the person to kind of listen sometimes, you know, when they're having it. Hey, hey, time to shine today. Podcast varsity squad. We are back with my good friend, fantastic author, Simone Canego. And again, she's the author of The Extraordinary Unordinary You. And we'll get to that in just a little bit. But first, Simone, you and I could talk 15, 20 minutes about each one of these questions. You got five seconds with no explanations. You ready? Okay, and they can I all be I done, do I promise you. Okay, I got all it. All right, let's do I'm it. Ready. Let's level up. Simone, what is the best leveling up advice you've ever received? Be kind. Yes. Share one of your personal habits to, that contributes you, to your success. Daily affirmations. Love it. Other than, let's just, let's just go this way. What, what website do you like to go to to level up? Ooh. Outside of, you know, SimoneConego.com and of course, time to shine today.com. <laughs> I shame this plug. But what website do you like to go to? Hmm. I'm not, I'm blanking. I don't Let's just like say Google. 
Google's okay, watch. Google. Sorry. Thank you, Google. I couldn't <laughs> do that in five seconds. See, I failed. There we go. <laughs> you see me walking down the street. You're like, man, Fergie looks like he's in, he's in his doldrums a little bit. Other than your book, what book are you handing me to maybe help me level up? So it's a book that is, it, well, it's called um, Cutting for Stone. Okay. And it's just a great story about a physician in Ethiopia. And so it. it just kind of gives us perspective. Got it. Donnie, look that up in the show notes, please. What's your most commonly used emoji? Smiley face. Love it. <laughs> what was your New Year's resolution? To just be me, not to make another New Year's resolution that I, I can't it. hold on to. Love it. Chess or checkers? Chess. Okay. And don't lie to me on this one. Okay. But if you can stay one age physically, physically, for the rest of your life, keep the knowledge you've garnered and still continue to gain wisdom. What age physically would you stay for the rest of your life? 45. All right. Fair enough. Love it. I always say 32 because it was a heck of a lot easier to get up bed for me. <laughs> Favorite <laughs> charity and organization you like to give your time or money to? Jewish Federations of North America. Love it. Thank you for saying that. Last question. You can elaborate on this one a little bit, Simone, but what is the best decade of music? 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? Mm, I, I like the 80s. Me too. Big hair. No, dude, the 80s <laughs> was the most transformative musical decade. I mean, we kind of came out of that disco stuff that we were watching our parents dance to, right? But then you have like the old school kind of rap, right? You had hair bands, glam bands, metal bands, the Irish invasion with you 2 Duran Duran. You had all these invasions that kind of came to the United States, Beastie Boys. I mean, all kinds of stuff. And it's just the best decade. I'm sorry. It's just so changed. You, you listen to songs today, Simone. I'm sure you can agree with me. There's hooks from those songs from the 80s. Like they're actually taking the background of an 80s song, right? Like AHA's Take On Me was mm -hmm. the, one of the best songs ever written, I think, in the best video of its time. But you hear it in like Pitbull's music. You hear it in all these like 80s is the best. Thank yeah. you for saying that. Thank you yeah. for saying that. And what's funny is that my kids love listening to 80s music yes. as well. I was like, this is really cool. They're like real humans. Yes. Like and, you know, other than, of course, Channel 162, where the inspirational channel and XM Radio, where it's time to shine today can be found. The 80s channel is it, you know, so it's, it's beautiful. Um, so let's talk a little bit about your book. Okay. And what got you to write it. And... The, the stories in it. And, and unfortunately, Squad, with me getting a little bit uh, that you know about the people out there, when I was under the weather, I wasn't able to read. I like to read my guest books, at least some of it. But let's get into a little bit. What, what got you to write it? And in, in what is your favorite part about it? So what got me to write it was that I was doing some public speaking. And when I would speak and share my stories, people would say, do you have a book? We'd like to read more. And no, I don't have a book. I'm not a writer. And then I said to myself, why do I keep why do I keep on saying I'm not a writer? Again, limiting myself with a title. And so I decided to to write a book and share my stories because I just like I feel with speaking that if I can reach that one person, if I can change that one person's mind about something in a positive way, yes. then it's absolutely worth sharing. Even, you know, it's not just about sharing our shiny moments, it's sharing the tough stuff because yes. that's where we really connect with people. Yes, they love that superhero comeback moment, and that's that's beautiful. So where can we find the book? You can find it on Amazon, basically any online okay. 
place where you can find books is, is it has it. So awesome. So squad, I'm going to do a free giveaway where I'm going to purchase a paperback copy of the book and I'm going to actually have it sent to Simone and hopefully she'll Hancock it, maybe mail it out, take care of the postage. If not, I can owe you some money there, nah, but let's say the first person that puts in any comment, whether it's on LinkedIn, whether it's on Pinterest or Twitter, Facebook, Instagram puts an unordinary, just put the word in there. I know that you have listened to the end of this show and we will get that free autograph book out to you. Um, courtesy of my friend, Simone Canego. And of course, time to shine today. And Simone, please do us one last favor. Leave us with one last knowledge nugget you want us to take with us, internalize and take action. I'm a big believer in that we don't need to change who we are. We need to change the way we see ourselves. And I think that we all have, we're all unordinary. We're all unique and we all have extraordinary things within us. We just need to realize it. Yes. Yeah, I love that. That That's amazing. And squad, we have just had free masterclass with my good friend, author, speaker, Simone Canego, the author of Extraordinary Unordinary You, Follow Your Own Path, Discover Your Own Journey. And she says it's okay to change your mind. You know, it's a, the nonlinear path is okay. I mean, she went from a CPA to a rock star speaker and author. And it's like, you know, that, that that's from like introvert to a total extrovert. And she made that jump and look at her now. You know, she wants you to share your stories because people do want to hear your stories. You know, if you're stuck where you're at, we're going to steal from my good friend, Leah Woodford, to get your asking gear. Okay. It's okay to make the changes. You want to live from a place of love. And like we say, do what you love in the service of people that love what, the, love what you do. You know, if you're in a marriage, she made a funny statement that just really stood out to me. It says like, you just both don't want to get divorced at the same time. So there's a lot of that give and take, you know, there's a lot of good measures, you know, and I thought that that was funny. She would tell her younger self and anybody out there that might be younger, even rebirthing yourself to believe and recognize your capabilities, be, be happy and genuinely happy and surround yourself with people that's going to help you level up. You know, she, always is trying to do the good things and taking off a bite at the time. Or like we like to say here at time to shine today, inch by inch, it's a cinch by the yard. It's hard. You know, she doesn't want you to limit yourself. And lastly, you know, we don't want to change who we are, but how we see ourselves in the stories that you tell, you know, so really dig in deep, pick up this book. My good friend, Simone levels up her health. She levels up her wealth. She's earned a varsity squad level or letter here. And, Thank you so much for coming on, Simone. I can't wait to collaborate with you in the future, my friend. Thanks so much for having me here. I really enjoyed it. Awesome. Talk soon. Love your guts. Thanks. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast. Probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate, real estate excellence, who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you are a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.